you're tired of running away from all your shame. But the guilt just keeps on coming And it's driving you away You think you've gone too far And you have no place to go
man. How's everybody doing today? Sorry, I've got a little bit of cold. I'm in New York. I had this last time I was up here. Uh, I believe it has to do with some of the smoke from Canada. But it definitely does mess with my sinuses. Hey, man, but that's okay. Because we're going to get through this. Because God wants it to be done. So therefore, God will see to it that we'll be able to do this. Amen. Yesterday we were talking about how Jesus heals a man that was born blind. Amen. Jesus healed a man that was born blind. Well, he done it on Sabbath, and so the Pharisees, of course, through their normal fit like they have been in this, this uh, whole uh, book of John, where Jesus does something on the Sabbath, so therefore they say, ah, he can't be of God. He's working on the Sabbath. He's done told him that his father works on the Sabbath and tells him what to do and so therefore he listens to what God tells him to do what his father tells him to do amen and uh, of course they don't believe him they don't want to believe him uh, throughout the chapter we've read to where we know that they don't want to believe him because their life is going to change their lifestyle everything they know as normal and they've done that is wrong it's fixing to change when the messiah comes so they're trying to convince everybody this is not the messiah that this man is from galilee we know the story on that one as well jesus was born in bethlehem but fleed his uh joseph and mary and took him and fleed into galilee uh, the night before the king had ordered everybody to be killed under the age of two, amen. So they believe he's from Galilee. And and one thing I've noticed, and I've, I've really noticed real bad, but a lot, I've noticed a lot about this chapter, is the humbleness that Jesus has. He's not telling them, well, I, but I was born from you know Bethlehem. I was born in Bethlehem. He's not even telling them that. He's just letting them talk, letting them ramble, letting them do what they want. Uh, letting them see the miracles themselves and make their own judgment amen and right now their judgment is has been against jesus as being the messiah no matter what the miracles have been bestowed upon them and uh but jesus stays humble and he really lets the persecution go on and he doesn't really defend himself by saying that his father sent him and he's doing his father's works that's pretty much all he says back to them there's a lot of things he could say but he just lets them do what they do amen so uh today's reading is going to be the good shepherd and his sheep it's a pretty good lesson i hope i can get through it like i said i've got sinuses just running everywhere but <laughs> sorry for the for the picture on that but anyways with that being said, let's say our prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for such a wonderful, wonderful day today. Uh, I have got to really, really do a, a lot of blessings today because I was, I was praying. I've been praying all day over the missing. Uh, I've been praying for different ones and everything. And, and Lord, we ask that you really, really, really and truly uh, help these families and, and give them comfort and let them find their loved ones or give them relief on knowing what just happened, Lord. We ask that in Jesus' wonderful name. 
But anyways, Lord, we ask that you also uh, bless this reading today. I know that was a little bit going off, but that's where I've been all day. And besides getting hung up. So, Lord, we ask that you do bless this reading today. Lord, we ask that you wrap your arms around us, those that are your children. Lord, we ask that you wrap your arms around the, our neighbors, uh, the people in our town, our country, the world, Lord. There's a lot of people that really need your help, Lord. And we ask that you show them your love today. Lord, we ask that you continuously show us and, and help us to focus on the cross. We know that the cross is our salvation. Without the cross, we cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Lord, we want to thank you once again for all you do. We want to glorify you, magnify, worship you, praise you, honor you, and obey you. In Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Sorry, I kind of got off on that a little bit, but uh, I have. I've been. I've been praying all day for the missing. Uh, my heart has been uh, really, really, really sorrowed. Uh, but that's that's what we do. We pray. And uh, I was bestowed to temporarily fill in as prayer coordinator on the Missing East Texas Eight and beyond. And it really, really, really does put a heavy heart when you go to praying for everybody as I have today. I think I think there's I don't even know the number. There's quite a few that I did today. Quite a few. And uh, it really does put a strain on you. Amen. But anyways, let's start reading. The Good Shepherd and His Sheep. Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. Amen. So anybody that does not come in by the gate is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listens to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Amen. When he was brought out of this uh, when he was brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Amen. So Jesus is using a parable here about the sheep, but he's referring to you and me. He's referring to Christians. When, when, when followers and believers of Jesus hear his voice, we listen. We know that he's the Father. Amen. But those that try to enter the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. Amen. So who do we know that tries to climb in from another way? The devil. The devil tries to enter into us in all sorts of ways. Amen. <coughs> but they will never follow a stranger. Again, referring to Christians. In fact, they will run away from him <coughs> because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Amen. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. 
it's to me it's pretty simple and clear uh but i guess since uh they don't want to recognize who he is they don't understand what he's telling them therefore jesus said again very truly i tell you i am the gate for the sheep he is the gate he is the way through all you have all who have come before me are thieves and robbers but the sheep have not listened to them i am the gate whoever enters through me will be saved they will come in and go out and find pasture amen they will be able to graze amongst others the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Amen. So the thief, once again, that is the devil. The devil tries to enter into us and he tries to give us false narratives. He, he lies to us. He does whatever we he wants in order to get us to betray what we know is right from wrong. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. This is Jesus still speaking. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. Amen. So those that are not true to Christ, those that 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 want to proclaim to be a way, when it comes down to it, they are going to leave the sheep. They're going to run because they're not true. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm glad I know Jesus. Amen. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. So Jesus will lay his life down for the sheep. Amen. He does that a little later on. We know the story. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. Amen. There's a lot of people out there that doesn't know, know the Lord, doesn't know Jesus. And he's saying he must bring them also. He must teach to them. We are to go out and teach and bring in the sheep. Amen. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I laid down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me but I lay it down on my own accord. Once again, it's referring to the crucifixion. He can get out of it. He can come off the cross, but he doesn't. He chooses to stay on the cross so that we all can have our salvation. I have authorized, I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. Amen. Talking about the crucifixion again. They don't know what he's talking about there. We do. 
The Jews who heard these words were again divided. Many of them said, He is demon-possessed and raving mad. Why listen to him? But others said, These are not the sayings of a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Hallelujah. So they all remember that he healed the blind man that was blind at birth. And so they keep that in mind because no sinner has ever done that before. So they are starting to kind of back and forward like a seesaw. They're kind of back and forward. And they're, they're, they're kind of a little bit uh, divided on the fact, can a demon open the eyes of a blind man? <clears throat> then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's porches. The Jews who were there gathered around him saying, how long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. So he hasn't come out and just told them he was the Messiah. He's, he's been showing them God's works through miracles. And he's been telling them that he is. His father sent him. And that's pretty much all he's really ever said. He shows them the miracles. And he tells them that his father sent him. He's doing his father's works. He has told them that if it wasn't from his father, the works he's doing, these are works of God. So he, he's just been basically showing them and teaching them and telling them about his father. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Amen. I know God's speaking to many and many, many of y'all out there today. We are to listen to him. I, I listened to him and I stepped forward. I took my step forward after 35 years of running. Amen. Hallelujah. I, gave the, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hands. Hallelujah. So those that do believe in Jesus and believe with him all their heart, they will not stray. No one can snatch them out of his hands. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. And no one can snatch them out of my Father's hands. I and the Father are one. Amen. So here he's saying that he and the Father are one, but in this term he's actually not saying that he is God. He's just saying they think alike. They love the same. God loves us. Jesus loves us. That is what they're referring to. They're referring to loving of the sheep. <clears throat> Again, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus said to them, I have shown you my good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? They replied, We are stoning you for any good work. We're not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. 
going back to what he said at the end I and the father are one and they heard it like that and they interpreted it as him saying he was God but Jesus answered them it is not written in your law I have said you are gods if he called them gods to whom the word of God came and the scripture cannot be set aside what about the one whom the father set apart at his very own and sent him into the world referring to him as the son of God why then do you accuse me of blasphemy because I said I am God's son do not believe me unless I do the works of my father but if I do them even though you do not believe me believe in the works that you may know and understand that the father is in me and I in the father amen so through his works he seldom these are works of God these are works of the father look at what's happening you might not believe in me but you have to believe in the works you have to believe in these miracles being of God again they try, try to seize him but he escapes their grasp wasn't his time quite yet then Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing in the early days there he stayed and many people came to him they said though John never performed a sign all that John said about this man was true and in this place many believed in Jesus amen so uh, that's the end of the reading today uh, I hope y'all got something out of this we are uh, the sheep he's referring to he will never ever depart from us he will always protect us we are children we are his children there's many people out there that uh, don't know Jesus and we are to shepherd them we are to go out and gather up the flock so we can bring them to Jesus and they can get to know Jesus Jesus as their Lord and Savior Amen. When God speaks to you, you have to listen. Don't, don't tempt Jesus or God. If they're speaking to you, listen. Do what they ask you to do. Take that step forward. We have to do that. We, well, that's our job. We were ordained to do that in the womb. Hallelujah. So. Anyways, I hope everybody enjoyed this. I hope they got a good reading out of this. I'm sorry I'm a little stopped up, and I'm sorry it's so late uh, up here in New York. This is the second time I said, like I said earlier, in New York that I've had this issue of being late, and I've also had the same issue of being stopped up. Uh, the last time I was late, I was in Denver, however, and uh, I got tied up there, but I've been tied up three times now since we started reading a little over two weeks ago and uh, twice in New York and once in uh, Denver uh, the other two times were on Fridays this time on Thursday so hopefully that's a good sign that things are about to change on that part amen 
That being said, let's say our prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this reading. We want to thank you for being our shepherd. Lord, we want to thank you for being our gatekeeper. We want to thank you, worship you, and praise you for watching out for us, keeping your hands on us, and never letting anybody come in and steal us from you. Lord, you are our Lord and Savior, and we as Christians know this. We are here by your grace. Amen. Our purpose is to go out and teach and witness to bring in more sheep into your flock, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, we ask that you continuously wrap your arms and show the love as you mentioned in this in this chapter. The love you have for us, the love that God has for us, it is one of the same. Amen. And we appreciate that love. Lord, speaking of love, we ask that you guide us and show us how to love one another. Amen. A deep passion love. We have to love our neighbors. We have to love the ones down the street. We have to love anybody we come across, Lord. I know sometimes that's hard. There's a lot of people that do wrong us. But Lord, you've said if we are to be wronged, you will handle it. Amen. So we are to just pray on them. Let's just pray on them. If somebody offends either one of us, Lord, we should just open up and, and say a prayer for them. Hallelujah. Lord, we want to continuously worship you, honor you, praise you, adore you, believe you, and listen to you. We know that the cross is our salvation. Keep our eyes focused and our heart focused on the cross. Lord, for if it wasn't for the cross, if it wasn't for your crucifixion or the shedding of your blood, Lord, we would not be able to enter into the kingdom of heaven. There would be no salvation for any of us. Lord, you died on the cross over 2,000 years ago, but you died for the present, the future, and that yet still to come. The present here, the past, the present, and the future. Lord, that was for all mankind. That was for all your children to have a chance to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Lord, we want to thank you that you even said in the scripture today that you have a choice. It's your choice. It was your choice to stay on the cross. It was your choice to rise. You could have come down. You say it in the scriptures today. You could have come down, but it was of your choice to stay on there so that we all, your sheep, could all have eternal life. We want to praise you again, worship you in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. <laughs> Everybody, I hope that um, that you did get a good uh, reading out of this. Um, I know I did. We need to continuously read the Bible daily. Uh, I advise everybody to go back and read it for themselves. That was chapter 10 of John. And uh, I want to continuously pray for everybody that, that, that is need, in need of anything. Uh, I'll pray with you. So I'll come on Facebook and there's a prayer section there. You can get in touch with me. Several different chats there going in. One of them, you can actually chat anonymous uh, the way it's set up. You can even post anonymous. So, uh, anyways, that's how it's set up. So, come on there. And if you need anything, I'll be willing to pray with you, speak with you. And if I can't do it, I know that we can find others above that know a lot more than even I. Uh, 
and they will, I know they'll be willing to talk to you and pray with you as well. Hallelujah. That being said, I love all y'all. Amen. To be thankful for the blessings of the day. To be grateful for the food and hands that made. To acknowledge only one deserves our praise. That's why we pray. That's why we pray.